This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yeah, here we go. We do a nice podcast for you. By the way, I love your shirt today, Albert's. Oh, this is a flag and anthem. It is, but it's Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. It's the Music Fest. It's a very cool shirt. It's a very cool shirt. I love when I get shirts from them. If you were, if you watched on TV, you would have seen it today. Oh, yeah. Uh, Al in the control room with the shirt. Yeah, very fashionable, Jim. It was just a, quite a fashionable uh, person. One thing that came up during the uh, actual program today was this idea that uh, it is quite normal and the, for people to pee in the ocean. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, thrown off by that you are against it i am against it i took a lot of calls that i didn't put on the air just because they were just saying i pee in the ocean i mean then why not just pee out on grass i think people do but just <laughs> i don't know when you do. go to the beach well, how about this when you go to the beach if uh you have to pee and you're not in the water just pee in the sand no craig actually said that's what you do last week pee in the sand he said you dig a hole you lay in it like you're laying out and you just drop your trowel and you just go in the sand. Go the to the ba- use the bathroom. I'm, now, what G was talking about, we don't really experience in the beaches near us. Which was what? That there's nowhere to go. You got it's a ten to fifteen minute walk to find a. Oh bathroom. yeah, no, our bathrooms are relatively close. We have close. bathrooms right there but, up on the boardwalk. But or people wherever. are still peeing in the water. I guess I know they are. I, I don't know why. What's it there? Like, why not just throw your trash on the ground? Uh, You're I, polluting the. That has to be doing something to the oceans. I don't know. I would think so. I don't know. I This has never even crossed my mind until today. Right. It really hasn't. I'm telling you, it only happened one time for me when it was, I was, I really had to pee. There were no bathrooms and I was in the water and people were like, just pee in the water. That's what people do. I'm like, pee in the water. And it took me so long, even though I had to pee so bad to send the signal to my, uh, bladder or whatever muscle that is your prostate muscle i don't know is that the to muscle let it go right to release yeah the urine and now we're going to be looking at the beach and looking at people who are standing funny wondering yes. if they're using it as the their personal toilet or if you feel a warm spot it's someone just pee in the water oh. plus i always heard those stories uh, and i know it doesn't happen in like the atlantic or pacific ocean but like in some of these weird rivers around the world where if you like i have heard stories about someone peeing in the water and a like piranha following the urine stream and biting the penis. You've heard stories. I've heard stories. <laughs> Those are some weird stories. I've heard stories of parasites crawling up the penis using the urine stream as its conduit. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Thank Me you. too. Pass will, as well. That will not be happening. No. 
So for all you He's guys that do it, uh, I guess, hey, good for you, but uh, that's not for me. And then Gio told a disgusting story about his friend's mom when they yeah, were kids. I, she pooped in the water? Come on. I, we really have become just filthy animals. Just lo- we are just the worst society ever. Yeah, bunch of losers, all of us. Meanwhile, if someone leaves like a bag of Doritos at the pe- beach, people are like, What's going on? People are littering. Yeah, you're peeing in the water. Yeah, and in other cases, worse. Yeah. Just nasty. That that segment was gross. Which means people also pee in lakes, and the lakes aren't moving. At least like the ocean, you can I heard hear people go, the ocean cleans itself. It's right. constantly churning. It's, the lake just sits there stagnant. Yes. Ugh. The lake sits there stagnant. I'm I not going in a lake. I am not for a lake vacation. Me neither. And I know I have friends that that love it. I'm my sister-in-law. They love it. And that's great. If you Go for it. And they swim me. in the lake? I don't know. I've never gone. I don't know. I don't know what they do. But I know they have like a lake house. So I would think they're, I know they fish. I would think they're swimming in it. And just think of all the of the all the fish crap that's yeah. in the lake. Like, oh. And what other creatures are in the lake? I don't know. I have no idea. Snakes, moccasins, Jerry? I don't know. I, it makes you think like Gilligan's Island. They never really got clean because they just would take baths in the lake. Well, they had an ocean. They were on an island. But they only had the lagoon. I don't even remember that. They never got to the ocean. What? Remember, the, the boat ended up after it spun out of control on a lagoon. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, because remember, they had an idea with the robot they built that it was going to walk back to the States, and it went into the lagoon, and it never even got to the ocean. I do not recall this you don't at remember all. remember that? I thought Gillingham's Island was an island in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, but to get to the ocean, you had to get through the lagoon first. And they didn't even get through the lagoon? They could not get through the lagoon. And they couldn't make it back to the land? They ultimately did, and there was this big celebration for them, and then they went on a uh, another boat ride just to commemorate it and everything, and then they got shipwrecked again. For real? For real. I don't know what you're telling me is lies or truths. No, that's, that's true. That was like a special 10 years after the show ended that they made it back. They made it back. And then they went on another boat ride, and they got shipwrecked again. <laughs> Stupid. What bad luck they have. <laughs> yes. With their shipwreckedness. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a, here's an interesting story for you, Jerry. Certain Sometimes certain things go viral on the internet and yeah. people start doing them. And then uh, doctors and uh, companies that own these products have to come out and say, please don't do this anymore. Yes. Uh, an El Paso, Texas dentist is warning people oh, I saw this. against the new viral trend, which is cleaning your teeth with a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. I mean, what is wrong? Honestly, what is wrong with people? People are doing it on TikTok. The original video of a woman cleaning her teeth with a Magic Eraser has uh, 255,000 likes. And she, like, swears by it. Yeah. He says it's a dangerous trend. One of the worst things you can do to your teeth because the bleach is too strong, says the, de- the dentist. And might mark work once, but if you continue to do that, you're going to eradicate the enamel that surrounds your teeth. Even the fact that he said it might work once. Right. He shouldn't is have said not that. a good thing to say. Right. Should not have said that. Because I'm sure someone out there is like, you know what? The dentist said one time. Oh, one time. You can do anything one time. Right. Bad thing to say. The magic eraser is an incredible It is, sponge. but I was, I'll tell you what, though. I was very disappointed with it when I left a pen. I, say, I, I don't even think it was me, but I get blamed for it, which is fine. There was a pen left in one of the shorts, and my wife put it in the dryer. Now, we have brand-new washer-dryer. Put it in the dryer. Pen was still in the pocket. Uh-oh. And ink all over the place. So I'm like, chill out. I mean, she was mad. Like, we just On relax. the inside of Which, the by new the dryer. Way, I'm the one that paid for the dryer and the washer. 
So I'm not happy either, but relax. I'm going right. to go get this magic eraser everybody talks about. It'll be fine. Dude, <laughs> the magic erase crap. <laughs> I was very disappointed. Very um, ink I know is difficult, and I know that. Yeah. But the way I've heard about this magic eraser, I'm like, it'll be fine. I'll go get the magic eraser, and we'll get rid of it. And <laughs> no, 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 no. It dulled some of it, but it's still. And I was, dude, I was sweating, like scrubbing it. Like nothing was working. And that didn't work either. Yeah, the magic eraser is good for like a bathtub, a sink. Yeah, it makes sense. Counters. Didn't erase ink. They have different strengths too. Did you try the extra strength? I sure did. Yes, I did. Now they have the thin pads also if you only have to use something for a little bit. Okay, I didn't know that. But yeah. I had the sponge ones. Yeah. That you just dip them in the water and, oh. So now your new dryer just has ink in it? Has ink spots. But guess what? It still dries clothes. But it doesn't, uh, the ink doesn't heat up and get on the clothes? It doesn't. Was that a concern of your wife's? Of your wife's? I don't know. She didn't say. She didn't, she didn't, didn't talk to me you. for a day, so I don't really know. Oh, she didn't talk to you because she no. thought. And you're taking the blame for it, but you don't believe you had a pen I'm in your I'm not sure. I really don't believe it was me, but it might have been, so I can't. But I think what bothers her, and I understand it, but it's also what bothers me about her, is she's pissed off with how much it was and that just she's mad that I'm not like mad. I don't show emotion. And my answer to that is it's an effing dryer. It's still going to work and it's inside. No one sees it. I'm with you. It sucks. It's fine. She wanted day, you to have a bigger reaction. I'm sorry. I don't really react to much. I don't know. It's just the way I'm, I am. I don't know what to tell you. Although I had, I did have a almost meltdown last night. Oh, what so, was this over? So our baseball game, so here's the scenario. We've run around. We're up by a lot. I mean, we the kids played well. We pitched really well. It was like 9 nothing or something in the fourth inning or the third inning or whatever it was. I got a runner on. I'm the third base coach. I got a runner on first and second. Ground ball hit to the shortstop. My guy on second is making a direct line towards third base. The shortstop comes right in. They kind of, they don't really collide, but they definitely got in each other's way. The opposing coach immediately goes, runner's interference. Now, I was kind of sure of the rule, but I wasn't totally sure of the rule because they did not collide. They just kind they were of... just in each other's way. They were in each other's way. My guy didn't run over him. He didn't run over my guy. There was no, really no, no contact. contact. No. So the umpires come over, and it would have been the third out. And once the... They weren't going to say anything. Once the coach said that, they get together. And the umpire goes... There is no runner's interference because the runner stayed directly in the baseline and there was no contact. Great. Now I'm good with that. So the inning ends. We score whatever, three, four runs. It's 12 nothing. And the umpire, this, this umpire comes over and goes, uh, just so you know, that was runner's interference. So I wouldn't want you to get called for that next time. So I said, well, time out. Hold on. I said, your explanation was... Blah, 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 blah. Now you're telling me that you, that was wrong. He goes, no, let's forget that play. I'm like, no, no, I'm not forgetting the play. What I'm asking you is you said blah, 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 blah. He goes, no, no, no. He goes, you said. I'm like, no, no, excuse me, sir. I didn't open my mouth. The other coach said runner's interference. You guys got together and your explanation was. I said, so my question to you is do you have any idea what the rule is? Because I'd really like to know. And he didn't like that. He goes, excuse me? I said, well, you told me one thing. Now you're telling me another. So could you explain to me what the rule is? Because quite frankly, I don't think you know what it is. And he just said, you're winning by a lot. Please go over there. 
or we're going to have a problem. I go, oh, fine. Well, How old was this umpire? 30. Younger than you. Yeah, younger than me. Mid to late 20s. A young. He wasn't a 16 year old. I would never in a million years do that. A young. But he was so smug about it. Yeah, punk smug umpire. He was, though. And he was. All I wanted him to do was admit that I got it wrong. You know, I said it wrong. And then, like, I it was it's just annoying. Now, it you said if me. he was 16, you wouldn't have. Absolutely not. No. What's the age cutoff for you? Uh, he's got to look like an adult. Like a man. Yeah. He's got man guy, facial hair. This guy was, you know, he was in shape he was and he was man. walking around letting you know that he was in shape. He was the and cock of the walk. Very rude, I thought. Is that right? He was in the field umping mm-hmm. with a bag of sunflower seeds in his hand, no. pouring them into this thing as the game's going no, on. Come I on. thought that was rude. It's unprofessional. So it is. They get like 60 bucks a game. He's there for an, an hour umpire? and a half. Why don't I do that part no, time? You should. I don't know why you don't. <gasps> and the and the home plate umpire is like 75, 80. Is that right? Yeah. That's why some mm. of those guys will go from game to game to game Saturday and Sunday. They'll make 600 bucks a weekend during baseball season. Interesting. Yeah. Would I rather take less money and be a not the home plate umpire? It might be with 80 less and, pressure. It might be 80 and 50, I think, now mm. that I think That's about it. That's a significant it. difference. It is a significant difference. But do I want the pressure of being the home plate umpire? Because I don't Pressure's like pressure. Pressure's a privilege, Al. Yeah, I don't like pressure. So it'd be the base ump. Right, I'm be, but if I'm going to be spending my time there, why not make the most amount of money? You know what I mean, Jerry? You don't want the pressure of calling don't balls want the and pressure, strikes. Right. What kind of would you have? Now, here's the thing. I think yeah. it's very easy. If you have a big strike zone, I think calling balls and strikes is a piece of cake. And here's the this is the way you do it. Yeah. And I've never seen an umpire have a problem with it when he does this. When the coaches and the ump get together to go over the ground rules, and the umpire goes, "Guys, I love when guys do this, and it doesn't happen often. These kids are 11 years old." I am going top of the letters, and I'm going down to the shins. And that my strike zone is going to be wide. Tell your kids to swing. I don't want to be out here for three hours. Thank God. And then you know what? When they call a high strike, no one says anything. They call a low strike, no one says anything. It's these a-holes that have this Major League Baseball Square. strike zone for a 10-year-old that's struggling to throw. It's so stupid. That's what ruins arms. Not the kids. It's the umpiring. I do believe that. I like that, Jerry. That's right. Jerry going after umpires. That's what I'm talking about, Well, because they make it more complicated than it needs to be. They do. Yeah. Here's a uh, study which I do not believe, Jerry. I'm going to go right out and tell you that I do not believe this study is true. Okay. Uh, A new study is out that says 23% of Americans. So that's almost. One in four. That's almost one in four. Yeah. 23% of Americans have had sex on public transportation. That is not true. I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. I do not believe that. I don't think there's a single one of us on the show that has. I don't think there's a single person in my family that has. No, that would be on a train, a plane, or a bus. Right. No. Or a subway. Right. No. One in four. That's a ridiculous. How many people are in the study? Eight? It's a good question, Jerry. Let me see. (laughs) Twelve people polled. Doesn't say. Yeah. Uh, the study, this same study also found that 28% of people have had a one-night stand while on vacation. That I could see. Still a high number. A one-night stand on vacation? Like if you're single, you Who go, goes on? But how many people go on vacation by themselves? Well, like let's say a group of dudes went on vacation. Oh, yeah, okay. A yeah, group yeah, of yeah, women yeah. went on vacation. I hear vacation, I think of families. Right. Like that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, what was the number? 28%? 28% one-night stand on vacation. Three out of every 10 guys or girls, husbands or wives, are having one-night stands while away. <laughs> that would be a nice fantasy, though, right? If you went on well, vacation by it, yourself and it, you're like, oh, how you do? Well, even if you're married, if you were going to do it, 
that would be the place to do it because hopefully the other person's from somewhere else in the country and yes. never see them again. Right. Or they work at the resort. Or they were, well, then don't go back to the resort. I think the people, I think. They could find you, though, then. How so? Oh, they got all your, your information's info. there at the resort. I think those people that work in resorts are smashing out tourists left and right. <laughs> I do. They might be. They're just especially waiting. Especially those Caribbean islands. Yep. They're just waiting for, I mean, you know, wait for a group of single women or a group of single dudes, and I yeah. bet you they smash out everybody. It could happen. Everybody. It could happen. I always resorts. thought it would be a cool way to, not as a married person, obviously, but if I was single in my 30s or 40s, like what a great way to make a living. To be a bartender at like an all-inclusive resort in Jamaica. Yeah. Like that's got to be awesome. That would be awesome. Like you're living a vacation life. Yes. That'd be cool. Right. And you got people and everyone around you is having a good time. They're relaxed. They're drinking alcohol. What was the movie with Tom Cruise? Top Gun. No. Yes, but no. Um, The one where he was the bartender on the island. Cocktail. Cocktail. I mean, come on. Right. How could that not be a great way to go through life? We should all be cocktail waiters and bartenders. Sure. Come on in. Oh, look. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Carton joins us. No, but I did... No, but I did have a chocolate-covered pretzel this morning. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all good, but where's I the honey? I didn't take your honey. No, there's someone, going, someone there's took the honey. There's a ton of honey in the commissary. Is there? None yeah. of that was my honey. That honey's not... Oh, in the back? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Tons of it. So what's interesting is... mine, then. Did, did someone really unplug your refrigerator? Yeah, turned it off. Really? Now, I heard that someone theorized you might have kicked it off with your it's foot. It's a theory. <laughs> it's, a the- it's a working theory. So, okay. So, uh, I, Highly I, unlikely, but... In my office, and I thought this was you, all my things were turned upside That's down. That's right. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> that was me, yes. I thought it was you, and I didn't yeah. think twice about it, but yeah. then when I heard you on the air saying that you're... you're Funny. But I did that before my refrigerator yeah. was turned off. Because you, I also heard you theorizing maybe Boomer unplugged your refrigerator, or that he had a guy do it. He, he wouldn't do it do himself, it. but he, I could see him a saying henchman. to a guy, hey, go turn off Carton's fridge. I could see that. You know, just like hijinks. You're right. But uh, yes, I turned all your stuff upside okay. down. Yeah, that I understood. But you know, and he was that, in there. Was like I, you know, and that was broke har- into the office. <laughs> that was harmless. Plus, I do have a key. That was like, harmless fun. Yeah, you didn't ruin anything in the refrigerator, like yours. Like yours stuff probably got ruined. Yeah, because I had some food in there. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, and then you know things melted, and it was disgusting. Oh, oh yeah, awful. good times. That's awful. Sorry, I was just looking for honey. So right. I was looking for yeah, honey. yeah Jerry's right though. In the back, there's, they got, a, there's like is there, there's packets, packets or there's jars. Packet. I'm not a packet yeah, guy. No, per but you se. want a jar that someone else is using? No. Well, it was my jar. Yeah, I no, left no, two I know, jars but, by the little machine right, here. But now you, the jar's gone. Time out. It wasn't in your office. You left it by the little machine here. Yeah. And you thought no one would touch it. Who else drinks honey but me? Uh, I don't right. know, but it was like in common. I would have thrown it out. But you would have thrown out a three-quarter full jar of honey? Who leaves honey sitting around? Moi. Well, <laughs> now I know. Not that I threw yours out, but I would have. Huh. So you leave the bagels and the cream cheese and the locks we, out there for we three don't days, know. The but way, you won't leave the honey there? Who brought the bagels today? I assumed uh, Guy Adame. Oh, no, Pete Oh, for, so Moose and Maggie. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's nice. Oops. Guy Adami brought, uh, what did you do? You turned those upside down too? No, I just put them in my office. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just teasing. That's funny. No, Guy Adami brought the ba- uh, the uh, egg, uh, cheese, and bake. What the hell? Bacon, was that? egg, and cheese. Kind of money he's making, that's the best he could do. No, oh, he man. also brought cookies and oh, coffee. Oh, and yes. I Googled once his net worth. It's quite high. Well, he's probably an investor too, right? Because right. he talks about that kind of stuff. So you got to figure he's got money, think. yo. 
You would also think money. sports talk show hosts are in here watch games. <laughs> yeah, okay. Clearly, that's not the case. Dude, I watched three different games last night. I'm, I'm not saying you. Mets, I'm Yankees, saying... and the basketball game. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Look at you. Could could baseball be more boring? I Is there a way to make it. that game any no. more boring? I actually, I get it. Yeah. I love it. I don't know why. You like it because you're kids. You don't like sitting no, at home always, watching no, a Mets as game. As a kid, I was it was always my favorite sport. Like Jerry said, he's looking forward to going I home am. today and watching the afternoon Met game. Because I don't have 30. to worry about sleep. I don't have to worry about finishing it tomorrow. Like, I can sit down and watch a game, and I'll watch it outside on my deck. Beautiful out. Why not? By, by the best thing baseball ever did was shorten games. Yes. I like this. Seven I like this. So are great. I like, I like the seven inning double <laughs> I mean, can we make them five? I don't want to make them five. You want to make baseball more popular? Put a clock on it. I you agree. got an hour. <laughs> Figure no, it not out. Not an hour. <laughs> Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not even kidding. One hour. Uh, no, no. Figure it out. No good. No good. Right? Would yeah, you I watch like a game I would watch a game hour? for one hour. I would. I don't want you to watch a game. You don't like it. I, two and a half hours is fine. There's That's no reason you can't watch a game. Long. No, it's not. Listen, when when the highlight... Here's real quick. Then I got to get my honey. Sorry to keep you. Uh, Where are we going? <laughs> um, we all agree like Gary, Keith, and Ron is like the best broadcast. Tremendous. Group, right? Everyone I loves agree. it. They're the best at what they do. Even for them, the best at what they do. The most memorable moment they've had this year was Gary ripping Skyline Chili. Yep. That's all you need to know about baseball. What I don't even know what that means. Okay, I saw that. What do you mean? decipher <laughs> for you. Two nights no, no, ago. No, no, no. You, he no, did you 10 minutes jackass. on Skyline I heard Chili. It. I yeah. saw it. How is yeah. it the most memorable moment? Okay, tell for me you, another perhaps. memorable moment of Gary this year. Tell me what a call you that you remember. About? Tell me a call of a game this year that you remember. Pete Alonzo. That's stupid. They've played 85 games. Name one call. Can't. I'll wait. I'll sit here and wait, and then I'll get my honey. You take your time. No, you're an ass. La, da, 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 you're da, just da. an ass. I'm an ass. Because you, because you can't stand it. That's no, your no. problem, I'm just keeping not it real. mine. You're saying like there were multiple articles written about the Skyline Chili rant. Most, it was covered. You know, it's in... funny. They actually write multiple articles about the games every <laughs> single day, you two morons. Every newspaper has multiple articles about one game. Isn't that something? Can't name the guy that writes them. I don't Thank read you. the papers anymore, to so be quite I, honest. When I listen to you and Evan in the afternoon, it reminds me of what Jerry does to me in the warm-up show, where Evan will say to you, as Jerry says to me, you don't like baseball. <laughs> so when you're complaining about something, Evan, but you don't like it. He's been so frustrated but to it work would be like lately. It would be like, for me, complaining about The Replacements. The movie? The rock no, band. the band that he uh, loves that I... Because Keanu Reeves was the starting quarterback. Like, don't care movie. anything about If I started taking shots at them, he'd be like... You don't, the F for you? Right, you don't even know. You don't know. even watch them. You don't know them or listen to them. Yeah. That's all. all That's right. the same thing with you and Evan. I'm going to get my uh, honey. I have a all call right. with Jack By the Daniels way, the fact today. that you got him to Jack do Daniels. Mets fans for Yankees. Yeah. If you go back and find him and Joe killing you for Mets fans for Yankees yeah. back in the day. Interesting. Oh, and someone got yeah. him to say Mets well, fans for Yankees yesterday. If I had a producer, I would do that. <laughs> and it was a full promo today that ran during our show. Oh, I never hear our promos. You they would, air, actually? Oh, yes. They, they do air. air. And day. it was a Mets fans for Yankees. Yeah, it was the whole, yeah, it was making Evan repeat Mets fans for Yankees. <laughs> oh, he's like my little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Like more like the orangutan monkey, you know, with the hemorrhoids up the butt at yeah. Six Flags. He's more like that. Red butt. <laughs> yeah, I've got. All right, all right. All right go let's get do your the honey. warm up show next. Yeah, why not? So, so. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. 
It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, and not today, because, well, I guess it could. I don't know. We'll see. It's early. It's, it's not going to suck, Jerry. Well, we'll see. We got Diaz Scazzeri. He's in a mood. I'm not sure why, but Is we'll that figure right? that out throughout the hour. His name, he's already interrupted. I don't know why. It's Al Estevan Dukes. What's up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. What kind of mood is Eddie in? A bad mood? Well, he was grimacing. We'll get to is it. Right? We'll get to it probably in the that second segment. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, grimacing Eddie Scazzeri. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jerry, you know, um, one of the things when I go uh, food shopping that I bring up to you often is that uh, I can't seem to find good bananas. Like, my bana- I go to my f- supermarket, my banana is all green. And then people are like, well, just buy the green bananas. They'll get... I want a banana a day starting the day I buy my bananas. Is that so difficult? You wouldn't think so. Huge banana. I'm looking for a huge banana. Uh, Patrick Kilray on Twitter sent me what they do in Korea. It's a uh, package of bananas that they sell in Korea. One a day, and the first um, is yellow. Then it gets a little more green. The last one that's supposed to be for like your Friday or Saturday is completely green with the hopes of by the end of the week, like each day that you eat your banana, Jerry, it is of perfect ripeness. Now, that's good, and you should go to the single store for that. What do you mean? Well, most families that go shopping are more than a single person. Yeah. So that's a great idea for a single person. Or one package of bananas. In a house like mine, I don't want that. You want because all, if I got four people and four people want a banana each day, right? We need ripe bananas. Or I you can't need, have one ripe one and then one kind of ripe and then one mm, somewhat ripe and then one not really ripe and then we got to wait for this one and then this one's seven days away. Well, I what got four if, people in the house. What if every person got their own package of no, Korean stupid. bananas? No, I love. But the I idea. like the idea for you as a single person. Yeah, great idea. Why don't you start it? A uh, banana shop. <sighs> a banana Al's shop. Boring theory? banana shop. What about a banana stand, like on Arrested there Development? There you go. Why don't you go stand outside on Hudson Street? There's enough going on sell out bananas. there. You can sell bananas to the construction guys. I think that was the greatest thing like that the convenience stores did, like 7-Elevens, Wawa's, uh, The quick single checks. bananas? Yeah. Although they sell bananas two for a dollar, where you could really get like a whole pack of bananas. Correct. For, like, convenience. It is convenience. They're perfectly ripened. It is a convenience store. Yeah. I hear you. They put those items, Jerry, at the counter that are going to be like impulse buys. Is that when you go at 3 a.m.? Oh, I will not go in a store at 3 a.m. <laughs> you will. We've got you buying gas now at That's 3 a.m. You never, never know. That's true. Never say never. Right, you get comfortable with it. You yeah, get have comfortable. You ever, I remember getting gas. Eddie, this was actually great. Back in the day when Al and I would drive in together, once in a while I'd have to stop and get gas after I got out. And there's a quick check by exit 120 on the Garden State Parkway. I left him in the car. <laughs> he's like, where are you I going? Head, where are you I'm going, Jerry? Get some coffee. Yeah. And nope. he sat there, locked the doors, windows up. <laughs> I am not going into a convenience store at that hour. <laughs> I know you won't. 
unless I need to get bananas. I always tell you that there's always cops in those stores those hours. That's true. I do look for that now. When I go by a convenience yeah. store with the gas, I do look for police. See that often. So you feel comfortable. Maybe I go and buy a police officer a coffee. Well, you could do that. Wouldn't kill you once in a while. Sir, this one's on me. Or, or ma'am. Could or be a woman. Why don't you go find the guy that kicked the crap out of the person on the field last night? Buy him a coffee. That was awesome. <laughs> that was tremendous. So in the Yankee game last night, once again, the fans getting in the mix, got to have it. A uh, fan ran on the field in the sixth inning and was, I don't know if they showed that. on. I didn't see video of it. So, all right. So that was in the sixth inning. So by the time I got home from our game that we had, it was the fourth inning. I missed the sixth because I fell asleep, woke up, and saw the eighth and the ninth. I came in this morning, and I went right to the sixth inning. I don't see it in the game replay. Right, exactly. So I don't know, to be honest, where exactly in the sixth inning it happened. But, but the, the Yankees were in the field. The New York Post article about the fan running on the field and getting tackled by security has some of the clearest, Isn't it great? crispest photos I've seen. Yeah. An incredible takedown by the security guard. He's got the guy in what in wrestling I can only tell you is like the abdominal stretch move. He's got the guy oh, all stretched up. It was awesome. It was great. And what's usually what usually happens in these situations is they don't show it or they don't usually release the photos because right. you don't want to publicize it or make the guy look like a hero for running on the field. But in this case, the security guy is the hero. So yes. good for him. Awesome. Looks awesome. Like I agree. If, if I was the security guard, I would uh, purchase those photos. Oh, I'd have them in my living kidding. room. You are not kidding. Oh, this is the time. I Do you think a security guard wants to tackle fans? I do. Yeah, because they probably deal with so much crap every right. night. It gets some aggression out. Yes. And they're allowed to. And they're allowed to, right. Yes. I would love to be able to run, chase someone down and tackle them from behind. Jerry. Yeah, it'd be fun. Take their legs out from under them. Put them in a figure four leg lock. As long as they don't turn around and punch you. Right. That would suck. I would hope that they're just so involved with running on the field that they wouldn't think to turn around and punch me. Probably not. Plus, you have other security guys with you. Right. I just picture, like, running the guy down. This is my dream. The guy's running on the field. He's, I'm at his back. I'm chasing behind him. He doesn't even know I'm behind them because he sees a security guard ahead of him that he's more concentrated on. From behind, I just give him a big swat, tackle him, put him in a figure four leg lock, and then other security guards come and, you know, tie him up and Perfect. take him off. That's I your dream, that. huh? Yeah. One of my dreams, Jerry. I have a lot. Of, I'm a man with a lot of dreams. That's one of them. Might you start executing some of them? <laughs> <laughs> Because my biggest dream is staying home doing nothing. Well, that's true, and you've certainly accomplished that. Yeah. And plus, you've been in your condo in Bradley Beach for a year now, I've heard. Yeah. Celebrating well, your anniversary. That is a great point, Jerry. <laughs> great point. So the Yankees did win yesterday. There, uh, I'll tell you this. There is a lot to like from this game last night. A lot to oh, like. Give me a list. Well, I mean, first of all, Greg Allen, his, the, he's like the energizer bunny number one. I mean, he creates stuff on the base paths. His at-bat... Um, where he gets, he works out a walk, steals second, and a great slide, otherwise he's out, as he goes to the back right side of the bag, gets to third, tags up on a fly ball to center field, and then he scores on Didi's error. Like, that was all him. And also part of that at bat, well, not that at bat, but then he tripled earlier in the game. He yeah. scores on Floriel's ground out. Like, Floriel makes a productive out with a guy on third, doesn't strike out like everyone else seems to do, puts it to the right side. Floriel homers. Um, Sanchez just murdered a ball. There was a lot to like. And even Chapman, who it's weird, he gives up the home run 
in the ninth inning and prior to that had a very odd at bat against Bryce Harper where he had no command. And How about Harper? Harper got hit in the face earlier in the year. He's up there against, uh, what's his name? Chapman. Chapman. <laughs> Chapman almost hits him in the face to go 3-0 and and you're thinking, oh, my God, here we go. Comes back to strike him out. He wound up striking out the side. And what was interesting was his velocity progressively got higher and higher. He started, his fastball started at 98. I believe his last fastball was 102. And yet in the middle, he gave up the home run. So it's kind of a very, I don't know, a very inconsistent inning for him. But I guess it's a step forward to being back to where he was. It was a weird inning, though, for sure. But it was a lot to like, though, from that game. So who was the first new Yankee you mentioned for, what's his name? Greg Allen. Greg Allen. I liked him and this Estevan Florial. Florial, who... Florial. I, if you remember the week I did with Boomer, I'm like, I don't, what are we waiting for? Like, bring this kid oh, up the already. the guy you liked. Yeah, put him in center field. Stop trotting Brett Gardner out to center. Well, I know Gardner's out in left field, but it was like, you know, you're putting Judge in center. Gardner was playing center. Like, bring the kid up and let's see what he can do. Hit a home run last night. Yeah. How about that? So, it just, you know, I don't know. There's like a, a little bit of a youth movement. And while you're missing some key pieces for sure, it's pretty good. It was fun to watch. Estevan Flory Al. I might start calling myself Flory Al. <laughs> How about the number he wears? Did you notice that? No. What's he wearing? 90. 90? That's awesome. I thought you were going to say 69. Uh, no, he was not wearing 69. He was wearing number 90. And then the new first baseman, well, new. Uh, Rob Brantley's playing first base. It really is funny when you look at the box. Like, Who are these guys? Yeah. Yeah, you just named three guys I'd never heard of. Right. He's wearing, I think, 62. I think it was what he was wearing at first base. I would try to get number three, the uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah, number. I don't think they're going to let that happen. Well, give me Babe Ruth. Pretty sure. That, and Rugna, it's funny, it will not be mentioned or thought of because of everything else that happened in the game. Rugnet Odor had one of the great plays you'll see moving to his right, fielding the ball in the backhand and just flipping it with the glove perfectly to Torres. I love that. What a I love great a play, play. Like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Really was. Nice play. I love when guys slow down the game, like on a slow flip. That's what do you mean awesome. they slow down the game? Well, like, it's a ball slow, like... It, you mean <laughs> slow motion, you mean? Yeah, where it looks like slow motion. Got it. Just the soft toss. Because to, now you can't take the second baseman out or the shortstop out. That's so true. just that soft toss. No, it was, it was a hell of a play. They did a lot of good things last night. So, yeah, I think if you're a Yankee fan, you wake up this morning feeling good about yourself. You won three series in a row. You take the opener from the Phillies here last night. So, I think right now you're feeling you're feeling okay. Now, I'm looking, I was looking at the starting pitchers for tonight's Phillies-Yankees games. Uh, they haven't named – neither team is a guy up there. What are we doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the Yankees are going to throw out some guy we never heard of, like uh, this uh, Floreal and – <laughs> What's the other guy's name? Greg Allen? Yeah, I don't think they're going to pitch. No, but I mean, like, throw out a guy like that that we never heard of. Oh, they might. That's very possible. Well, it's funny because, not to move to the Mets, but only because you just say I mentioned three names you never heard of. So how about these names? I, it really is amazing. These and what guys who played last night? Pitched. Oh, pitched. You tell me if they pitched for that, because I wrote this down, because I, again, you feel like you know, I'm not even watching baseball yeah. when I do these things. I'm going to give you... I'll give you three names. I'll give you four names. All right, I'm going to get these. One you'll get for sure. You tell me if they're a Met or a Red. Okay. And pitchers. I, yeah, didn't, pitchers. I didn't take These position just players. Pitchers. All right, because the Reds have one of the coolest baseball names I've ever heard of, which I'll get to in a minute. i got to remember what it is. Uh, all right, here, I wrote these four names down. We know Robert Stock pitched for the Mets briefly, but he, we'll get to that in a minute. All right, here are the names I picked for you. You tell me Met or Red pitcher. 
All right. Steven Nagosik. That's a Met. He is a Met. I liked his look, by the way. He does. I agree. He's got a cool baseball mustache. He's got the hair flowing a little. He looks like a 1970s Ron Guidry type. Oh, I like that pitcher. comparison. That's pretty good. Just in the face. He does not have the delivery of what I call Louisiana Lightning. No. You ready for the next All one? Right, yep. So I'm one for one. Jeff Hartlieb. Mm, that's a Reds pitcher. You know, he pitched for the Mets last oh. night. Uh, Yenzi Diaz. That's a Met. Yeah. I've heard of that one. But somehow you think about the beginning of the year, what we were looking at with this bullpen yeah. and the starters, Robert Stock started Nagosik, Diaz and Hartlieb. Yeah, this happens wow. every year with the Mets where we go uh, like it's spring training. They go, we we have too much pitching. What you are we going to do pitching. with all this pitching? You never have enough pitching. And then by the time you get to July, it's dude you never heard of. Uh, can be. And pitching. then, the, and this is the guy I was talking about. He's on the Reds. I'm not even going to play the, how what a great name, Aristides Aquino. Yeah, that's a great that name. A, I call him uh, Double A. You call him Double A. Aristides Aquino. And then you have the kid India who led off the game with a home run. His up. name is India. Well, that's his last name. Oh, okay, last name. He had a home run on the second pitch of the game from Stock. Jonathan India. He actually grew up a Met and Jet fan. Is that right? I believe that's what Gary said during the broadcast the other night. What is the name of the pitcher, Jerry, that I, that I said that looked like uh, Ron Guidry? Steven Nagosik. Steven Nagosik. N-O-G-O-S-E-K. O-S-E-K. So Joseph had a game, had a playoff Nagosik. game last night. So I didn't get home until probably about, I don't know what it was, eight-something. So I knew the Met game wasn't that far gone because it started a little later than normal. And I see, I'm like, Nagosik. I'm like, what the hell happened to Roberts? I thought stock was starting. And then you find out he pulls his hamstring running to first. I mean, does this guy, do they even stretch, Jerry? I, you know what? I don't know. At this point, in, now I'll give him credit for this because the Mets had a decent first inning. They scored a run. He was, or second inning rather, he was busting it down the line. I do give him credit for that. It wasn't like I'm a pitcher. I hit a ground ball and I'm just going to trot to first and then go grab my glove. Like he was running, but he pulls his hamstring. Yeah. Stupid. In the first, was it second inning? Second inning. Uh, he well, yes, yeah, second no. inning. Well, bottom, the top of the second is when he hit. Yes. So he comes out for the second and doesn't pitch. Right. So he pitched one inning, and then the top of the second, he pulls his hamstring run on the first And that's place. where we got Steven the Gossick, the guy with the sweet mustache. Correct. Sweet mustache, as yeah, you that's say. a great-looking mustache. <laughs> All right. Um, Sometimes when I shave, Jerry, I will shave my face and just leave the mustache just for myself for a little and while. And you can't like it. No, it's bizarre. It looks awful, doesn't it? Yeah. I did it once. I'm like, no, this is not standing <laughs> ever in my life. I see some, you know, Google photos tells you like this is what happened a year ago, two years yeah. ago. Sometimes the photos of Geo pop up where he just had a mustache. Yes. And he looks like it's not uh, a good look. He looks like a guy like a like a Wall Street broker from nineteen eighty two. Well, he looks like also the guy, um the Mexican cartel guy. I forget what his name is. Nah, uh, Netflix did series on him and things. So he looks I like saw that. it, too, and I know what you're Chapo, talking about. Chapo, yeah. He looks there like El go. Chapo. <laughs> it's a bad look. Now, Thin Geo or Puffy Geo? This was Puffy Geo. Okay, I could see that. I don't know about if Thin Geo had a mustache. Has Thin Geo ever had a mustache? I don't think Not so. Not when no. he was here. No. But I wonder if when he got married, he lost all that weight, if at any point he had a mustache. No, I don't think... Uh, you don't yeah. think so? No, the mustache... The solo mustache is It doesn't really, work anymore. Yeah, it's really reserved for baseball players. And now. Tom Selleck. And Tom Selleck. Who classic. wears the mustache better than anybody in the history of mankind. Yeah, he's got a great mustache. All Does right. that tickle a woman when you kiss her, Jerry, if you have a mustache? 
why don't you grow one, <laughs> kiss Gina, and find out. I've never had a mustache. I don't Me know. Neither. We're going to take a break. We're going to reset. Think about mustaches and kissing women. It's 517. Just getting started on The Fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Al and Jerry, fresh and organic, and no antibiotics ever. Yeah, I know Al is an organic guy. He enjoys the organic section of the supermarket that he goes to every single Monday. 5.23, warm-up show till 6 o'clock. A very busy, what is today? Today's Today's Wednesday. uh, Wednesday, Jerry. A busy Wednesday for you, as they say, as Al's got so much stuff on the show sheet today. I will not get an organic banana, because the banana has its own protective coating. I came across, so I always tell you about Mr. Beast and how he's got 63 million followers on YouTube, to where I then went and checked my YouTube uh, page. How many you have? Because my son wanted to see how many subscribers I had. (laughs) I said, well, not nearly as many as Mr. Beast. It turned out it was 16. 16 followers. Yes, 16, which he found comical. But one of the videos I have on it um, is you eating the banana that went in the toilet. Right. Which is about three years ago, four years ago. There are certain fruits, Jerry, that have their own protection. You do not need to wash them. They can be covered in poop, and you can still eat them. Well, listen, we're not doing that, and you would not eat that. I don't believe that for a second. The toilet water, fine. What you just said, never, ever, ever going to happen until the day you die. Bananas, protective coating. Oranges. Oranges. Yes. Pineapple. Yeah. Watermelon. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Yeah, absolutely. These are fruits you can eat and not wash because they've got... they've. God or nature, whoever you pray to, has developed this fruits with their own protective coating, Jerry. Speaking of God and nature, Eddie, yeah. don't open your mouth. This is the one time I'm going to say, please don't speak. And I there's really nothing else to say, but I stumbled across the Billy Graham channel. Oh. On satellite. Radio? Yeah. Radio. Billy Graham channel. Yeah, I had no idea there was one. Because I know they have one Very for interesting. That, that other dude. <laughs> Who's that? Um, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. I've never heard him. I just yeah. remember seeing him in the airport, and Gina was ready to pass out. Yeah, she from was excitement. Very excited. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't even know what he actually does. But I think I, same thing as Billy Graham. Is that what he is? Mm-hmm. It was. Um, it was almost to the point I couldn't turn it off. Oh, is that right? Because I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I'll just leave it there. Is he still alive, Billy Graham? I have no idea. I didn't. Now answer me this though. Didn't I miss used to do Billy Graham? Caricatures and 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 pieces in the morning. The Stop. Reverend Billy Soul Hart. Oh, that's what it was, not Billy Graham. Okay, I forgot about that. That's Mr. Imus does characters. Yes, he did, and that was that was one of them. Well, it wasn't Billy Graham, as Eddie reminds me. It was who was it? What was his name? Billy Soul Hargis, God's yeah. other son. There you go. That was you know a made up thing, right? Then in the seventies and eighties, there was a wrestler called Superstar Billy Graham. No kidding. Yeah. Well, he the was one quite popular too. The one piece that I was listening to today or yesterday, yesterday, was from 1982. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I think I think Mr. Graham has passed. All right, we'll 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 check that. I have no idea. I really don't know. But he's got his own channel. All right. Wouldn't that be cool if after you. we passed, the oh. warm-up show lives on on yeah. our own channel where they replay yes. like every day? We mm-hmm. go back to 2019. On this day, Al and Jerry talked about blah. And then they have uh, people saying nice things about us. Yes, that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Or even after you – see, I actually had long-term plans for us. But the fact that you're already planning your retirement. Yeah, I'm retiring, Jerry. I mean, I was hoping for like a 15-year run Oh, with you as, you know, talk show hosts. But you've only got nine years left. Eight, eight or nine eight more years. Eight and a half. Yeah, eight and right, a half. You're turning 52 soon. Uh, well, the late, uh, late September. It's almost August. Oh. <laughs> so soon Damn. you're turning 52. Damn. Yeah, he passed away in 2018. All right. Well, he was 100. Rest in peace. Nice. That's what I want to do. Look at that. I want to be 100. Well, he was 99, actually. He was born in November of 1918. Oh, I wish he would have hung on to be exactly 100. He died in February of 2018. All right. So how about that? Ricky Gaspar reaches out to me on Twitter, Jerry, and says, Aaron Boone said yesterday the Yankees are likely to start Asher Wojciechowski. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Who is that? Uh, He's going to start for the Yankees tonight. Asher Wojciechowski. I'm checking him out now. Let's see. Check it out, Jerry. Clearly, he's got to be someone they brought up. Let's find it. Hold on. Let's see if I can find his name. Here he is. Asher Wojciechowski. Let's see how old this is. Oh, he's 32. Uh Uh-oh. He's he's 32, and in his career, he's only pitched in 57 games. All right. Now, I could be wrong, Al. I'm going to say no no no-hitter tonight. From Asher Wojciechowski. All right, well, I'm going to bet a no-hitter, Jerry. I'm not going to bet a perfect game, but I think uh, Asher will throw a no-hitter. How about this? He was a second-round draft pick by the Blue Jays in 2010. How about that? Oh, did you see the Marlins signed signed Jared Pettit? Oh, yes, uh, Andy Pettit's son. Found it very interesting. Was signed by a Derek Jeter team. Did you see where he pitched at? I did not. Dallas Baptist University. All right. Now, my first thought is... That's not UCLA. It's not Florida State. This kid must have been something. Threw to an ERA last year of six. Oh, so they're just signing him because his name's I don't know, because in high school, he was dominant. In high school, he threw to an ERA of one. So perhaps they see something. Mm. I I can't. I mean, I guess I can believe you signed him just because he's Pettit's son and there's good bloodlines, I guess. But he threw to an ERA of six at Dallas Baptist University. Andy Pettit probably called Jeets and said... Do me a favor. I'll send you the money, but you sign the kid. You pay him. Make it seem like. <laughs> I'll send you the money? <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the money. You think, well, Rivera didn't do that with his son. His son was a shortstop, actually. Mo Rivera? Yeah, I believe his Where'd he go? He Well, I don't know if he's pitching anywhere professionally. He pitched in college in Connecticut somewhere. I can't think of the university or the college, but I think he was a shortstop and not a pitcher. Are you thinking of UConn, Jerry? That's a college. It was out not there. UConn. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's such an ass. Jerry, how about the uh, Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship uh, last night? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. They haven't won since 1971. I I'm, was two years old. I I'm remember that. Surprised that the Suns went down in six games. Yeah, I, re- I, I don't. We don't watch them a lot, but they had a great season, and they've got great players. And I thought. I don't know. Milwaukee's good. I don't. I, I never just never thought. Even when they beat the Nets, I just didn't think they were a championship team. 
And they were. They were, Jerry. I mean, Giannis goes for 50 last night. Yeah, a lot of people are excited. I saw that. I was, I was trying to get the pulse of the people via Twitter. People seem very excited that one, uh, uh, that Giannis, Giannis, is it Giannis, Giannis or Giannis. Giannis? Is it Giancarlo or Giancarlo? Giancarlo. Giannis won with the team that drafted him. This was not a group of superstars like LeBron James is always looking for. This is a small market team. These are all things that excited people. I you know, guess, yeah. I mean. You know who seemed overly excited about it? Moose. That the Bucks. Yeah. He was really into it on Twitter. Well, I mean, he Moose is. Moose was pumped. You know, Moose is a. He's a sports guy. Yeah, big time sports guy. You know, you got, back in the day, that's that's really all we talked about. So a lot of the hosts come up as real big time. Like Sal is a crazy sports fan. Moose is a crazy sports guy. Um, so that doesn't surprise me that he was into it. Yeah, he was like really into it. I went scrolling through my Twitter this morning to see what was going on. It was like a lot of Moose like being excited about a small town team, about Giannis uh, winning with the team that drafted him, about uh, not a superstar team, and this is a real team that gels together. Yeah, and they made trades last offseason to ensure that Giannis would stay. Giannis signed the extension, and he's there. The one thing, it's interesting, I wonder how a New York fan would feel about this. And I guess if you're a Knicks fan, if you win, you you won't care because it's been so long. But it was funny how he said uh, he's a blanking champion, and good for him, absolutely. But he also said, if I never sit up here again as a champion, I'm okay with it because he did it once. Right. That's interesting because he's such a young guy still. I would feel that way as well, but you can't say it because it it just seems – I don't know. Why would you just say right. it on that? I, it, listen, it doesn't matter because it, that will have nothing to do with if they win or not ever again. But it was just a weird thing I thought to say it. Right. It's almost like, Jerry, the hunger is gone. He's got his championship. You could you could definitely take it to that level. Yes. You definitely could do You're that. You're right. If that was a Knicks player and the Knicks just won, we, we, we wouldn't even be enjoying the Knicks championship this morning on Sports Someone Talk Radio. Someone would call up with that. We'd all be like – how dare he say that? Well, we need multiple champions. I don't know if everyone would, but someone would, yes. Lots of people would. And I see the Brooklyn Nets are the favorites to win next year. Well, yeah. How is that possible? Why wouldn't the Bucks be the favorites? They just won. Because I think if the Nets were healthy, I don't think anybody believes the Bucks would have beat them. So it's uh, Nets. These are favorites to win next year's yeah. championship. Nets number one, Lakers two, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks three. That's about, it makes sense. Where were the Suns? Or did you stop at three? I stopped at three. Oh, come Jerry. on. You didn't see where the Suns were? Nope. They just lost in the tie. <laughs> I just do top three. I'm a top three funny. person. Uh, one correction before we go to break. I, boy, I, I really thought Rivera's kid was a shortstop. So he was a pitcher. He was a starting pitcher at Iona. Iona. Yes, which also is not. I don't know where Iona is. That's not Connecticut, is it? New where York. the hell is Iona? New Rochelle. Okay. Oh. So not Connecticut, not a shortstop. But other than that, I got it right. You nailed it. And he was drafted by the Nationals. But I don't. I haven't seen him in the in the big. No. So I don't know if he's still playing or he's not. He's not. Uh, but yeah, he was 2015 134th overall pick. Pettit's kid wasn't drafted. He signed as a free agent. Hmm. So there so you have it. Good. What I said, they're probably not that good. What does that mean? Well, one was not drafted. One was drafted so late. Tom Brady was drafted like 400. Yeah, we can't use that excuse. Oh all no, the we time. can. Tom Brady's like 45 years old now. Plus, I guarantee you, you will find baseball superstars that were drafted in like the 25th round. Right. Guaranteed. This is 134th round. What is that? Round six? Not so bad. All right. Wouldn't you think? No, you're right. You people will be like, 
You know, Goose Gossage was drafted. Yeah, Eddie. Oh, but dude, by the way, you don't have to say it in my headset. Just say it. He mentions Mike Piazza. But he was a late draft choice. He was basically a fa- I Wasn't it basically Tommy Lasorda did him a favor by drafting him? The failing Because he was Piazza. his godfather. Was that right? And look at, I, what was it, the 52nd How round? about that? It was very, very I late. mean, it was ridiculous. So we'll get that actual number. Right. And then when we come back, we got a lot more for you. More than halfway home, Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Al and Jerry, two great tastes. That tastes great together. Tastes great, less filling. That's what they said back in the day. Coming up on a quarter to six, a glorious Wednesday where there's construction everywhere. So be it. Real quick, um, we knew DJ LeMay who had the stomach issue last night, which is why he didn't play. I didn't realize Chris Gittins now of the Yankees is hurt as well. He's got an Achilles injury. It is unbelievable, these injuries. What, did DJ LeMay, he eat, like, bad uh, meat in a can or something? That I'm not sure. I know he had a stomach issue. They said a stomach virus. Does that mean diarrhea? It could. It could also mean vomiting. That's so weird. Like, I never get stomach I know, you're perfect. Issues. You don't eat anything. I'm not a pro player. Don't you think, like, DJ LeMay, who eats the same thing every day, game day? Uh, like I would get diarrhea think so, some days. but diarrhea. You also could have, and I don't know what his family life situation is. Yeah, maybe he's got kids. Bring germs home oh, from these camp. Kids. I don't know. I'm not sure. Or I've diarrhea. Out, I have gone. Everything's out to, diarrhea. Okay, I have <laughs> gone out to eat on a couple of occasions, yeah. and something did not sit well. Yeah, and I have gotten. There was one time. I forget if it was. I think it was the General So's chicken one year. Oh, you got it's very dangerous. It was right before I got married because it was I was in between moving out of my parents' house and we were moving stuff into the place we were moving into. And I remember spending one of my first nights, and there weren't many, that I was alone in the uh, townhouse we were buying that I just stayed up. I was vomiting all night long, and it was just from eating dinner. We yeah. went out. That's a trouble to, to, a dish to order. It's delicious, but I think they, they take all the weird parts of the chicken because they is deep that fry what it is? It. Yeah, meat I, in the can, I, meat in the yeah, can. But I literally, I would say, I probably vomited no less than eight or nine times. Oh, so you would not have been able to play for no. the Yankees? No, I would not have been able to play. No chance. So you think DJ Lemayu kept having to run to the bathroom at Yankee I don't Stadium? Know. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. It's certainly possible. I mean, we, it's happened here. Yeah, that's true. But normally it's just one and done. You know what I mean? Then you'd be, I'd be ready to play again. It could be, unless you're throwing up. Unless he had meat and bad meat in the can. Could have bad meat in the can. Like Vienna. Meat in the can. Eat clams. Meat in the can. Eat clams. Meat in the can. Eat clams. <laughs> that was my re- we remix we did. That was, that a, was your remix? It was, your remix? It was a big hit on the hip-hop charts. <laughs> You should put that on your YouTube channel. Called Meat in a Can, Eat Clams. <laughs> the story. By Boring Dukes. Uh, so, uh, Deion Sanders, Jerry, he's now the head coach at Jackson State, and he does not like reporters calling him Dion. Now, how did this come up? He was wants this, to be called coach. Uh, this was from camp, I guess? Yeah, there was uh, like a press conference. and they... So, they're... Now, because... Dookie. 
His team played in the spring. You're telling me they're coming right back and playing in the so. fall? Boy, that's that's tough on yeah. those kids. I mean, football's a rough sport. To do that, you know, to start a season six months after it ended. Um, I, I get his point about Nick Saban and people don't call him Nick. Okay, fine. Where they don't, you know, yeah, they call him saying, coach. Like, uh, like he wants to be called coach. Like you would address Nick Saban. The, you wouldn't go, hey, Nick, I fine. got a question. The problem with that is, the problem is, I can find a thousand examples of the media calling the coach by name. Right. Uh, Rex Ryan was Rex immediately. Yes. I mean, most press conferences, Tom Coughlin was Tom to the media. So I don't. I think if you don't have a cool name, then you get called coach. But he's Right. Dion's a cool name. Yeah, that's kind of weird. He's been odd. He's a little strange. Yeah, a little bit. Remember the whole thing? People broke into his. And not that he was wrong on that, but he just had some strange happenings. Yeah. So was it Jackson State? Is that Jackson where he is? State? Yeah. Where is that? Florida, Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. It's not Jacksonville State. <laughs> oh, I was confused. That's Jacksonville. Right. Boy, we do prove we're dumber than most well, on a daily basis. No don't one we? else. Only Eddie knows Jackson State because he loves Fakakta football. What's well, Jackson? Yeah, but there's Jackson. There's a Jackson, New Jersey. It could. I, Oh, you think he's? It. You think Dion's in Jackson, New Jersey? Yeah, the field's right next to Great Adventure. <laughs> it's right by the roller coaster. Getting on, get on Rolling Thunder, and then go see yeah. Dion's team. <laughs> so please, Jerry, only call him Coach. Uh, yeah, let's see. How many cities do you think in the U.S. are named Jackson? Uh, ton- uh, Four hundred. Four hundred. I was going to set the over under at twenty five and a half. Oh, so that's not. No, I was going to go over that. How many cities in the U.S. 47. are named Jackson? I sometimes have conversations with Eddie, like when, before I would put a guest on, and if uh, when I was calling a guest, I would say to Eddie, "Can I call this person, Coach?" Sure. And we would have that conversation, like when Bill Cower calls, I'll say, "Can I say, hang on, Coach?" I think you can say that to any coach. That's what I think. That's not an insult at all. That's respect. Right. So I, yeah, there's no never a question that. Okay. Only thirty-one. Oh. So my over-under was light, but Eddie was way over, and you were incredibly way over. Yeah, it was incredibly. So 400, so that meant you thought that, they, <laughs> really, if you think about this, yeah. that means you thought that uh, in 50 states, they had eight cities named the same. <laughs> that seems foolish now. Yeah, that you think? When you, do the, <laughs> when you do the math that way, Jerry, it sounds silly. Another example of how dumb we are. <laughs> yeah. And a Brazilian man, Jerry, has set the world record, the Guinness world record for burpees. I saw this number. Nuts. Now, a burpee is what, Jerry? You jump in the air. Jump in the squat air. Squat down. Kick your legs out. And a straight burpee would be back up. Most include the push-up. Right. But I think if I think by definition, a burpee is just jump, squat down, kick your legs up, back up in the oh, air. Oh, so you don't think this dude was doing I push-ups? I don't know. the. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I, I think a traditional uh, burpee does not include the push-up. I don't know. So the Brazilian man, his name is Cassiano Rodriguez Loriano. He's 35 years old. He did 951 burpees in a row. That you're seems right. ridiculous. Right. So you're right. So there's no way he did 951 push-ups in them. You wouldn't in that think so. Right? No. See, I'm watching the video now. A burpee is down, kick your legs out, jump in the air, down, kick your legs out. Yeah, so it doesn't include the traditional burpee does not include mm. the push-up. That's How many do you think name. you could do? A burpee's not many of them. I don't Why? know. I don't know. That seems like a lot. We should do that today. See who on the staff can do the most burpees. Jump up. Ba-ba-ba. I'm not doing the push-up, though, right? No. No. 
Now, I was trying to read to figure out, like, was this timed? Like, could he take a long rest between burpees? No, I don't think so. He couldn't, right? I don't think you're doing 20 watching, you know, your show. It's not like I heard someone, oh, come on, where was it? Was it with Moose and Maggie? Yeah. I think it was Moose and Maggie. They were talking about how if you complain that you don't have enough time to work out, you're making excuses yes. because you can work out during a baseball game during every commercial break. Correct. So I don't think this is the case where you're doing burpees for two minutes in between innings, sitting down, watching the inning, and then getting up. I think you got to do them straight. When I was working from home, I would I would do curls and push-ups during commercial breaks. Of the show. Yeah. And look at you. You're I jacked now. jacked, Jerry, just from that. I'm sure you are. I was shooting steroids. This is what I do when we go to commercial break. Home I, is where the... I'm sorry. Hold on. Bathroom hold on. I'm sorry. Sorry. My bad. My I bad. would shoot um, steroids into my arms. Then I would you do push-ups. You didn't shoot steroids into your arms. Then I'd do curls. Then I would eat testosterone. I could see and you shooting HGH meat. into your butt, but you're not putting steroids <laughs> no, in your definitely. body. Definitely, I need some HGH, Jerry. I know, but are you worried about them? What happens later? Yeah, you you look like a female. No, that's from testosterone. If I don't keep up the testosterone, I thought either one. I thought HGH or testosterone. When you stop taking it, yeah, probably you can't... things start to reverse, and you're gonna look like yeah. When you start messing, Alexandria, when you start messing with your hormones, steroids is bad. Yeah, I agree. That's right. Don't do them. I wouldn't do them. Plus, they shrink up your private parts. They can do that. But it seems like, and I know Joe Rogan is all into it, and a lot of these guys that are in their 50s that look like they're 30, they're doing something for sure. And I know Sylvester Stallone has, for years and years, Mm -hmm. preached about the benefits of it. I'll... I don't know. Steroids are wrong. Yep. Do not take them. I'm not talking about yep. steroids. Thank you. I'm talking about testosterone and HGH. Yeah. Well, like what Joe Rogan says, like you have to be constantly monitored by a doctor. Oh, sure. Who has time for that? Joe Rogan. You do. <laughs> Holy God. You leave here at 11 a.m. and you've got nothing to do until the next morning. So you're saying you I, do. I do have time to you've be got monitored. All the time. You've got more time than I would say almost 100% <laughs> of the population. You think working I'm in the, population, you that think is. I'm in the 100 percentile I of do. free time? <laughs> of, work, of working population? Yes. How could you not be? Like, you have nothing to do between noon and, all right, 12.15. Okay. And 8.30. I think only prisoners have more free time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And that's not a knock. Mm, right. But that's that's a fact. I do have free time. You've got eight hours every day. To do whatever the hell you please. I don't think there's anyone else on this planet that that works for a living full right. time that could say that. Mm-hmm. Well, I do go to bed at like 7, 7.30. So but you're that, up watching TV. That takes an hour out. When do you fall asleep, though? You fade into darkness. You always say at 8.30. Uh, it's more, I was getting earlier, but yeah. All right, 8 o'clock. You I, still have almost eight full hours. I fade into sweet darkness, Jerry. You do. And watching TV is part of your free time. Yes, that's true. Like when I'm be. watching 90 Day Fiance, that's part of my free time. You ever think you'd say when I'm watching 90 yeah. Day Fiance? Yeah, I think it's a great show. Pathetic. A great, I a agree. Great show. Whatever. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. We'll be joined by G. Right now, it's Amy Lawrence and Odyssey Sports Minute, all about the NBA. This is tough to say. The NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, a couple more minutes to the top. Mets lost in Cincinnati, but the Yankees, nice win over the Phillies last night. The Bucks are NBA champions, Al. Jerry, Alabama coach Nick Saban says that their sophomore quarterback, Bryce Young, 
has almost $1 million in endorsement deals. Good for them. This is how they should make their money. I guess he's uh, supposed to be the starting quarterback this coming season. I suppose. All I know is if they can make money based on their name and what they do, I think that's awesome. A million bucks. Yeah, good for them. I have no no issues with that at all. I've always been the one that says you're not you can't pay them. They get yeah. paid. They get free freaking education, which totals three hundred thousand dollars. They get paid. Most of us have to pay to go to college. But this I love because if you're a star, you should get paid to whatever endorse something or to sell a shirt with your name on it. You shouldn't not be allowed to do that. If you get a million dollars being the starting quarterback at Alabama, what do you think like the kicker could get for endorsements? Hundred grand. I don't know about Could that. Could be something. Maybe. Backup or third-string quarterback? Uh, I don't know. You're getting I, a little crazy. I'm the third-string quarterback. Remember, if you want them to endorse something, they got to be able to make the money back. Oh. so that. But, see, that's the issue with this. I heard Rick Wolf this morning. Yes, I did. Rick uh, Wolf? Not this morning. On Sunday morning, talking about how this might be great for, like, Division three athletes. How? <laughs> Hi, I'm Kane University. Like, no offense, right? I mean, how much money is someone from a Division three school going to make? No, the most you'll get is like a, car, a local car dealership commercial. Maybe. Maybe. So I think this is for the star athletes in college. You know, no offense, but if you're playing, I, I don't know. I just don't think if you're playing one of the big-time sports, I don't know you're making a lot of money. You'll make some, but you're not going to make a fortune like this kid's going to do. Now, will he make, like... A guy like this, will they make more than their first year in the NFL? Uh, they could, sure, so, this depending is upon you... where they're drafted and what position we they play. We are yeah. New York we Sports. Are. The Fan, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. An Odyssey station.